Masechet Sukkah, Daf 22. Uh, we begin with the Mishnah on top. Our topic is going to be a Sukkah that has uh, irregular roofing. For example, here where it's on two different levels. And uh, the next Mishnah we'll also get to at the end of the next half, which is about a uh, movable Sukkah. So we begin. Sukkah ha-medublelet. Uh, we know, not sure what this word means. Uh, we're going to see two opinions. Um, so anyway, that's one case. And if there's more shade than sunlight, that's good. But if you remember, in the first pedic, we said the opposite. If there's more sunlight than shade, it's bad. So the Gemara is going to ask, well, what about 50-50? Because according to this, you need more shade, 51% shade. According to the other one, you can say the opposite. Okay, so this is good. If a is very thick and it's like a roof and it doesn't even let any, any light in. Even though you can't see the stars, it's okay. Always to learn, learn as kids, you got to see the stars. Okay, you don't have to see the stars. It's a nice thing. And uh, you get a sense of, uh, it, it relates to what we talked about at the beginning, the, um, the sense of a connection with, with the heavens. All right, that, and that, the tent of Achim. Um, so you get a sense of that's the space, the border between the heavenly realm and the earthly realm. So seeing the stars peeking through is like, you, you know, uh, God, uh, God is like peeking through. So it's a nice thing to have, but it's not actually necessary. And especially if you live in a big city, uh, you know, you never see any stars, even without the sechach. Okay. So, my meduvlelet. Interesting. There's no 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 machloket in this mishnah. Just everything's okay. All kosher sechach. So, what does this word mean? Two opinions. Amadav sukkah aniyah. It's a meager sukkah. Rav says that has very little sechach. Uh, nevertheless, even though it has some holes in it, it's okay. Obviously, it can't be more than three tefachim for each hole. Ushmuel amad kane ole vekane yored. Shemuel says no. It's talking about a Sechach uh, on two layers. You have some up here and others down there. And so we're going to talk about how much space is allowed. And the idea is that each level by itself would not be enough Sechach. But if you combine, or you can you combine them, to, them together? So Shemuel says, yes, that's what's talking about Medub Lelet. Okay, so now we'll analyze how they each read the Mishnah. Rav Tane Hada Ushmel Tane Tarte. Rav is reading the Mishnah as if there's only one case. Sukkah medubledet, take out the vav. And whereas Shemuel is going to read it as two separate cases. How so? Rav tanechada, sukkah medubledet, my medubledet, meduldelet. That word means that it's meager. It doesn't have a lot of sechach. As long as it has more shade than sun, but it's actually a description on how meager it can be. Shemel says, no, it's two different cases. All mixed up, meaning it's on different layers. But the assumption is when you put the layers together, then there's going to be plenty of schach. So that's, that, that's case number one, that's fine. Also, separately, another case if it's on the same level, as long as you have more uh, shade than sun, then it's good. So you see Shemuel actually agree with Rav, and um, it's not clear if Rav would agree with Shemuel. They certainly disagree on how to read the Mishnah, but they don't necessarily disagree on, on, uh, on, the, um, on the halacha. 
Okay, so now regarding uh, Rav is pretty, pretty easy to understand, but Shemuel needs further clarification. So they're in the first generation, and now we skip to the fourth generation, Abaye and Rava. Amar Abaye lo shanu ela she'en ben ze laze shelosha tefachim. Aval yesh ben ze laze shelosha tefachim pesula. So he's talking not only horizontal, but also vertically here, that if between the first layer and the second layer, you have three or more tefachim, it's no good uh, like this, right? Three or more this way. But if it's less than three, then it's okay because lavud, right? So then everybody would agree with that. Doesn't seem to be controversial at all. So that's abaye. Even if it's more than three tefachim. Wow, that's a big chidush here. This is a new phrase um, that we're going to learn. The word chavot is like chavit, chavit, it means to hit, to throw down. Rami uh, means to uh, it means to to throw. It could also mean to lift up. That's like if you're when you're throwing something, something goes up, but then it comes down. So Rami means to throw. Habit means to force down. So this is a, a principle that means to throw down. And the way it works is that if something is up here on uh, on top, we throw it down. In other words, we make a legal fiction. We consider it as if it's down here, even if it's more than three tefachim. This principle can work. Um, as long as this uh, board has a width of at least one tefach. So that's the difference between this and lavud. Lavud, it doesn't really matter how, what, what it is. Um, this is more similar to gud achit, where you have a, a wall and you can pull down the wall as long as it's ten tefachim, you can pull it down or up. Uh, so this would be a similar principle. Uh, so another as if. I heard someone say uh, that uh, we apply that on Pesach, that we have to act as if we left Mitzrayim. But it applies on Sukkot also. Every, in every generation, you have to make yourself as if. At the Sukkot, we have a lot of as ifs, right? A lot of legal fiction. This is as if it's less than three Tavachim. It's as if you throw it down, as if you pull it up. So you can incorporate a lot of as ifs in your Sukkah. So every generation, we should do that. Okay, good. So that is the opinion of Rava, that yes, in fact, you can do a throw down as long as it's as wide as a tefach. Why would that be important? Well, something that's as wide as a tefach can create an ohel, right, for tumat met. And so it's kind of, it's covering, it's making a tent. So in that sense, it goes all the way down. Uh, whereas if it's smaller than that, it wouldn't. All right. So now, since that's what Rava said, um, now we have a challenge. Amarava. Um, uh, not, not a challenge, but a, rather a proof. Rabbi says, what's my source for this? What's my source that you can use this throw-down principle if it's a tefach wide, but not otherwise? We're actually going to learn it from Masechet Oholot, uh, chapter 12, this is a Mishnah. And uh, so once again, when you have an ohel and you have a kezait of a bone, of a, of a, of a dead body uh, under it, and anywhere under that board or that roof, um, something else will also, under there will also become tameh. So now we have an unfinished house. I'll show you the picture first. The house looks like this. Um, I mean, eventually uh, the, the, it's a two-story house. 
um, which they did have in those days. And eventually you'd put boards, you know, this way and this way, and you'd cover it with plaster, but right there in the middle of, in, uh, middle of construction. And so you have boards here and the upper boards on the second story are directly above the boards on the first story. And the, and the holes are directly above the holes. So therefore, if you have a something tameh under one of the boards over here, then um, it will make anything else under that board also tameh. But it's not going to transfer to up here because this board stops it, and certainly not up here. It's also not going to transfer to any other other boards or any any rest of the house. Only that board. Okay, so uh, that's the first principle. All this is just introductory in the Mishnah to the case that we're actually going to get to. So if they have no cement and they are lined up, if there's something under one of the boards of the uh, bottom floor, then uh, only under that board is tameh. If it's between the first story and second story, uh, then only there is tameh. If it's on the top of the roof, then it goes up to Shamayim. So here's the second case, right? If it's on top of this board, then uh, this is Tameh. Something else on that board will also become Tameh because this top one is a cover. If the third case here is that the Tumah is up here, well, there's nothing covering, there's nothing on top of it. So therefore that Tumah will go all the way up to the Shamayim. If you're flying on a plane, you got to make sure the plane is enclosed. Uh, that's a whole uh, another discussion. Okay. Uh, now, ben tachtona elyona, and I did that. Okay, hayu elyonot keben hatachtonot tuma tachtehen tachat kolan tame al gabehen kenegdan adaraki tame. If the boards are not lined up with each other, but the opposite, that the bottom one is lined up with the holes on top, and the and the top ones are lined up with the holes on the bottom, then it's a different story. Now, if you have tuma underneath um, underneath one of them, um, then it will make anything, uh, well, no, this is still stopping it, right? Um, but the one above, let's see what the halacha is. Uh, it goes throughout the whole house, right? Because, uh, because uh, this top one, we consider it as if it's down here. Right, and therefore it's a full roof. So even though the roof is on two different levels, doesn't matter. We just imagine that we look at it as if on top from a bird's eye view, and it looks like oh, they're all everything is covered. So therefore it's a full roof without any holes, and um, and therefore the tuma goes throughout. Uh, however, if the tuma is up here on top of one of the slats on the first floor, then the tuma will go up through the through the hole in the ceiling, and nothing is tameh. So it only, this only works if it's down here. In other words, we consider the top row as if it's down one level and not the other way around. Okay, so that is all the Mishnah. And now there's a Baraita that's found in the Tosefta. Tosefta is a collection of Baraitot. That is a commentary adding uh, further elaboration on the Mishnah. And it says, when is this true that when you have, when they're not lined up and you have one something on the floor, it goes throughout. Only when the width of each of the boards in the, on the first floor is one tefach wide. And the holes are also tefach wide. Since the holes are a tefach wide, that means that the, 
um, the, the things on top, the beams on top are also a tefach wide because they fill up the hole. So these are a tefach wide, then you consider it as if it goes down and then this, it's all full and yes, the tumah will go up. However, if not, if there is not a space of tefach in between, um, and therefore a board that's a tefach on top of it, then only under that board will become tameh, and the rest of the house will be tahor. So you say, why is this? Why does it matter if there's a tefach there or not? Alma, ki it be tefach, amrinan chavot rami. So we learn from here that we only apply this principle of force it and throw it down when the, uh, the, the layer on top is a tefach wide, as in this case. Okay, I mean, we can analyze that Mishnah and Baraita further. Maybe the point is that if it's less than a tefach, then it would uh, have holes in it, and then there wouldn't uh, be a full, uh, full, a full roof. But it uh, sounds like that has to be uh, precisely a tefach was if, if it was, you know, if they were all half a tefach, even if it closed up all the pro- all of the holes, it still wouldn't, it still would be okay. See, because so the tosefta um, by uh, uh, by saying a tefach precisely, uh, we're taking that um, to be precisely that. And if it was any any thinner, even if it covered up all the holes, it would not spread the tumah. Okay, good. So Rava Shema Mina, that's a good proof. Uh, Rava uh, learned from learned it from Mase- from Ohalot. Uh, so once again, as we've seen bef- before, when we're looking at a sukkah and trying to uh, conceptualize what a sukkah is, we look to tents. Where else is there a tent? Masechet Ohalot is a great place to look. Okay, now we have a challenge. Uh, so Rav Kana was, uh, now, this, now we're jumping to a later uh, generation. This is uh, Rav Asher is in the sixth generation. There are multiple Rav Kahanas, but this has to be a colleague of his because uh, he's, uh, he's speaking to him. So now a later generation, they're sitting, and Afghana was sitting and reciting everything that we just said. You get a sense of the syllabus, right? That they, you know, the early generation, then the next generation would discuss it. And so he's repeating all that that we just said. Uh, is listening, and he says, hold on, Rav Kana. Is that true? If, if, there's, if there's not tefach wide, then you don't apply this uh, throw it down principle. Okay, now we're going to learn it from a Braita for Chot Shabbat. And now we're bringing all the, all the types of comparisons together. So a Kora, which is a cross beam that you would use to close up a Mavoy. For, yes, for Eruv. Um, right, this would be the case of the, if there's no tefach, see, even if it closes them all up, no good. It has to be a tefach, this would not be okay. That's how we learn tefach. Um, okay, good. So here we have mavoy, um, all these, and we want to be able to uh, to carry inside here. We need a reminder not to walk into the shutarabim, and so that has to be a cross beam. If the cross beam has a hole in it, if it's less than three tefachim, that's okay, because we use lavud. Um, now, there's a law that uh, we may should introduce now. This cross beam has to be at least one tefach thick, this way, wide. Where, where did we learn that from? Back in Eruvin, we learned it from the, uh, a brick. It has to be able to hold a brick. How big is a brick? It's a half brick. 
a brick is three tefachim by one and a half tefachim. So it doesn't have to be one and a half tefachim long, just be one, so that even if it overhangs a little a quarter of a tefach here, a quarter of a tefach there, it's still stable. So it has to be strong enough and stable that it's not going to fall off. You'd be able, willing to walk under this without a fear that it's uh, going to fall off. Oh, so we use a string, but the string is for, it's not, we, we're not, we're not making a shituf mevo'ot, we're not making a mevo'ot, but the string is a surata petach. Uh, so that's to enclose a courtyard, all the houses within a courtyard. So we're making the whole area a one courtyard. Um, if we were, had multiple courtyards and we're joining all those together, then we would use, we, we need this, but we don't do that. We just make everything one courtyard. It's a good, good, good question. Um, okay, so this has to be one tefach thick. Now the question is, what if it's not, right? What if, the, what if it's less? Can you put two together, each one that's half a tefach thick uh, to make one together? So anyway, um, so far we have, if they're not touching or if the two korot, one comes from this side um, and it doesn't touch the other wall, if it's less than three tefachim, and so if it's less than three tefachim in the middle or to the, to the side, it's not reaching the other wall, so then you could use lavut. If it is three or more, then you have to bring another beam and continue that cross beam. Okay, that case is not relevant for us. Rashbag says four tefachim. This is throughout uh, Eruvin. Rashbag always said that lavud is four tefachim, not three tefachim. Okay, so that's in this case it would be more mekel. In other cases, it could be a chumra. Um, okay, fine. This is our case. We have two parallel cross beams, but each one by itself is not thick enough to hold a brick. Each one is less than a tefach. But if you put them together and then it can hold uh, a, a, a brick, that's okay, right? Even though they're separate. But if not, then you have to go and bring another one. Okay, good. So if you put them right next to each other, you can combine them. He's more Mikhail, again, this is the same, same Rashbag. And he says, you can do it this way also. Um, even if these are very thin, uh, it doesn't matter how thin, as long as you can um, put, it, put it separate and, and, and keep the brick there on top, even up to three tefachim apart, because if you put it lengthwise, the brick is three tefachim. If it can hold, it has to be strong enough that it can hold it, but even if it's uh, very thin, less than a tefach. Even less, than, yeah. even less than half a tefach yeah. each, that's, it's okay because you're, by putting space the there, you're supporting the brick. So that's the main point to support the brick. Uh, so that's okay too. All right. Now he goes on and uh, says, the, the spiraita goes on and says, what if those two are on different levels? Um, so you have not the, like this next to each other, but like this. You know, these two are horizontal. They're, they're separate from each other. If you would bring this down, it would be right next to the other one. So everyone would agree it's okay, but they're separated vertically. So can we imagine that this is together and pulled down? So this is the part that's relevant for us. 
We imagine the top one as if it's down and the bottom one as if it's up. Well, either either or. You don't want to switch them. Then they're not together anymore. So as long as the top one cannot be higher than 20 amot. Remember the very first Mishnah? Uh, it says that a mavoi cannot be more than 20 amot, you're not going to see it. And the bottom one cannot be less than 10 tefachim because this is a symbolic uh, um, mechitza, uh, um, partition, and a partition has to be at least 10 tefachim. So as long as they're between 10 tefachim and 20 amot, then you can uh, apply this principle and imagine that they are together. Here's the point of the question. Even though each one by itself is only half a tefach, nevertheless, you can apply the principle of throw it down and imagine that it's together. So um, this is a question, a problem to Rava. Rava says only if it's a tefach thick. But here we have a source from Shabbat. But it's the same principle, and you know, a lot of the principles are parallel in all the different halachot. Okay, so that's the question. By the way, the, the fact that this um, uh, source just said that we consider the top one down and the bottom one as if it's up, it sounds like it works up also. I wonder if chavit means down, rame means up. You can throw it down or you can throw it up. Um, okay, but that's not how it's usually understood. So that is the question, and here's going to be the answer. Remember, this is Rav Kana and Rav Asher. Rav Asher heard Rav Kana learning. He asked him this question, and Rav Kana answers. Tares means it's not only a, it's not only an answer, but it's a, an explanation. You have to explain the words that we of the uh, uh, the words in a slightly different way. You have to add some add, add a few clarifications in there. As long as the top one is not more than twenty, but within but but within tw- but within twenty amot. And the bottom one has to be close to it within three tefachim. Um, or, and the bottom one cannot be lower than tefachim, ten tefachim, to be more than ten tefachim. And the top one has to be within three tefachim of the lower one. So in other words, he's using lavud, not, uh, not the chabit verami. But if it's um, three or more, then we do not apply because in fact, it's less than a tefach. So um, he's asked, he's reading in a, a whole bunch of words into, the, uh, in, into this baraita, um, but he's, he's trying his best because it's a good question and he wants to uphold Rava's uh, uh, law and the answer for him and he doesn't want a baraita to contradict it. So he says, oh, maybe it's talking about such a case. Okay, that's very nice of Rav Kahana to uh, uphold the, uh, this tradition of from Rava. Now, now we get to the next part of the Mishnah. From our Mishnah, we can infer that you need more shade, 51% shade, but if it was 50-50, no good. But in the first Perek, we said, there's more sun, 51% sun is no good. Was 50-50, then it'll be okay. And there are other halachot where 50-50 is okay. So, um, you know, the, it, such a thing is possible. 
So what do we do with this contradiction? What, what happens if it's 50-50? Oh, one is talking about where you look at it from above. In other words, at the level of the schach, you measure how much is there. If it's um, if it's 50, if it's um, uh, 50-50, in other words, if the then as long as there's um, 50-50, that's okay. Uh, no, you need more shade. Sorry, if it's up above, you need more shade because by the time it gets to the floor, the light diffuses. So if you have more shade on top, then you know you'll be okay at the bottom. Kan milimata, but the one that says pasul is looking at it on the floor. If on the floor you see that it's uh, 50-50, that's okay because then you assume that on the roof, sure then it's for sure better. If on the roof is 50-50, that's no good. Okay, you need more, at, at the top, you need more shade. At looking at the floor, 50-50 is okay. And basically it's the same principle. What we're basically agreeing is say, you need, at the top, you need 51%. Of shade. And this is a, uh, explains the common phrase that people say that the size of a small coin on top will be a big coin on the bottom, right? Even a small hole will, uh, will make a big, uh, not shadow, opposite, right? Will make a big splot, uh, 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 splot, splotch of light on the floor. So therefore, um, as long as there's 50-50 on the, on the floor, then you know for sure there's more shade up on top. Okay, next. If the sachach is very thick, almost like a house, uh, it's okay. You don't have to worry that you're going to go and you're going to consider it, confuse it with the house and go inside. So it's Braita that says a similar thing. Even if you can't see the stars, it's okay. And, uh, but that sounds like lechatechila, it's good too. And that is what Shulchan Aruch says, you should try. And mitocha. but what if even the sun can't get through? There's like total darkness. Bet Shammai poselin, Bet Yilil machshirin. Bet Shammai says, no good. Bet Yilil says, even that's good. The sun, after all, is a type of star. So uh, fits with the others. Um, there you go. Okay, so that is the Mishnah. Um, let's begin the next Mishnah. And we'll see the commentary tomorrow. You are allowed to make a sukkah that moves on top of a wagon or on top of a ship. You might be on a ship the whole, uh, you know, during the holiday. So that's okay. Now, if you remember yesterday, we said that if you make a sukkah on a bed, it's no good because the bed is, moves, moves around. So what's the difference between this one and that one? Well, the difference is that when the bed, when the, when the bed moves around, you're moving the the is the, is the entire thing. In this case, you uh, in this case the floor is moving with you, right? The, you, the your floor is the boat deck or the wagon, so that it's moving uh, in, in, in it's a it's a stable uh, relative to the ground that the floor that you are standing on, whereas the bed, you're basically standing on the floor and then the whole, then the whole frame moves and it's a movable item. So that's a, that's a problem. Okay. Um, and these, you can go on there, you can use them on Yom Tov because uh, if you're on a boat already, you're allowed to stay on the boat on Yom Tov or on a wagon. However, if it's on a tree, like a tree house, or on top of a camel, here's a camel sukkah, these are kosher and you can use them during the week, 
but you cannot go there on them on Shabbat or Yom Tov. Why? Because you're not allowed to ride an animal on Shabbat and Yom Tov. You're not allowed to mount an animal. You can't even be on it. You're not allowed to climb a tree on Shabbat. These are all Asumishum Shivut. The Bavli says, because you might uh, uh, pl- pluck fruit or you might uh, take, get a branch to hit it. But that's the Bavli's reason. In the Tanaitic sources, it's just Shavuot. It's not restful activity. You're climbing trees, riding animals, no good. Riding animals also, it's bearing a burden. That's like in the Ten Commandments. So uh, Yudushami says that. Um, okay, anyway, the point is that it's a kosher sukkah during the week, but you can't use it on Shabbat, whereas the other ones, um, you can't go on a boat on Shabbat, but if you're on a boat already, you can stay there. Now, what if you have a case where some of the walls are supported by a tree, but some are not? So, for example, here, you have two walls are, um, are, are dependent on the tree, right? If you took away this tree, then these two walls would fall down, but this wall would be okay. So that's two walls depending on the tree and one that's uh, based on a human-made foundation or two are based on human-made foundation, like this picture, this wall and the back wall here, but this one is still on a tree. So these are no good because you need um, three walls or two and a half walls in order to have a kosher sukkah. So um, all these, uh, they're all kosher, but you can't go on Yom Tov because you can't climb a tree. You can't climb a tree means you can't, even if it's somewhat dependent on the tree, so you're relying on your, the weight of the tree for it to be uh, to be okay, so you can't still can't use it on Yom Tov. However, but if three of them are on the human-made foundations, and only one of them is based on the tree, well, you don't need that one. If you took, a, took that away, the sukkah would still stand and there'll still be a kosher sukkah. So therefore, that's just extra support that you don't really need, then it's permitted. If you want to make a general principle, as long as if you would, if you would take away the tree, would it stand on its own? If it would, then it's okay. And you can use it on, even use it on, on Yom Tov. But if it would fall, if you took away the tree, then it is not allowed. Uh, you can't get on. No, you have a ladder. You still can't. Yeah, you, you still need a separate ladder. You wouldn't be able to climb the tree. Okay, so this interesting format of the Mishnah that it brings the details and then it says Zakelal doesn't seem to add uh, add too much, right? But the Mishnah uh, um, says that often a, a general principle uh, after the particular cases, and we'll explain this further tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen. Amen. Rabbi, in the case with Habit Nami, um, oh, it's, I don't know if I'm going to